Hello and you're welcome back to Sport Pulse with myself, Aidan Raftery and uh, Ross FM Sport is kindly sponsored by Heinz Pharmacy here in Roscommon Town. Well next up we, we're going to have an interview with Iris Mead who is um, also doing the 100 miles in a month challenge in aid of um, the Matter Foundation who is the fundraising arm of the hospital and doing great work and uh, you know myself and uh, all the uh, fellow participants are uh, into the first week of it and it's going very well um now um iris mead is um doing doing a great job as well i did an interview with her during the week um as part of a podcast that i'm going to be doing uh, for the uh, for the event and uh, she tells us all about uh, the reason her reasons for for doing it and uh, her story is even more amazing when you consider that um, she has uh, she's battling a uh, Lyme disease and uh, she gets uh, very tired and that but she still she was still very very uh, determined to do that so um that's so her interview is coming up but um on a on another note um i suppose a note of appreciation i uh, want to i'm going to play a song next up and i'm going to dedicate this to all the people out there that uh, dedicate their lives to helping others and these people include uh, all the pe- thousands of people uh, all over the country uh, who are doing the 100 miles in a in challenge in aid of the matter foundation all those people that have donated around the country as well including all the people that have donated to my uh, donation facebook page thank you very much we've currently i've currently raised a hundred three hundred and uh, sixty three euro i'd like to thank to everyone who has donated so far i especially want to remember i dedicate uh, this song to the patients and their families all the nurses doctors consultants uh, surgeons healthcare workers admin staff porters receptionists and secretaries secretaries in uh, not only in uh, the matter hospital who are doing great work and uh, and that and also i interviewed um tom hickey from the the foundation as well the matter foundation not only all those people that i just mentioned there in the matter but also all around the country the patients and their families all over the country as well as the nurses all over the country and doctors and consultants and surgeons healthcare workers and admin staff porters receptionists and secretaries in hospitals doing great work and um, you know to, to keep us all safe and all the nurses and doctors and that that are given the jet the um the vaccine so uh, i just want to let those patients and the nurses and everyone know that um myself and fellow participants participants that are doing this uh we really genuinely do care about you all we we really appreciate um you know you're the heroes and so are my fellow participants real heroes in this um you know we're we're doing our very best for you um you know it's hard times as well so uh, to all the patients and nurses and everyone out there that's involved in the healthcare system we want to know that we do really care about you and we hope you you try and keep safe and um you know so that's a that's just a, a tribute and uh, i think that this you'll agree that this song um this song really i suppose puts everything into perspective and um you know it describes uh, it describes all those people 
all those people uh, perfectly and the song is by Frank Stallone and it's um, Peace in Our Life. Tom, how are you doing? You're very welcome to, to this interview. And just to let the listeners know, today we are uh, we are talking to Tom Hickey from who is involved with the Matter Foundation. Hello, Tom. How are you? Hi, Aiden. How are you? You well? Not too bad. No, not too bad. I suppose could Good. you start off telling us a bit about yourself and uh, a bit about your role in the Matter Foundation? Yeah, no problem at all. Uh, so 
I'm the head of fundraising and communications with the Matter Foundation, and we are the uh, official fundraising body for the Matter Public Hospital uh, here in Dublin. So our role is to raise uh, supplementary funding, so additional funding for, for the hospital to help uh, complete projects that otherwise wouldn't happen. And they can be things like buying new equipment, uh, medical equipment like you know uh, life-saving uh, machines. They can be uh, blood pressure monitors, ultrasounds, things like that, right up to CT scanners, uh, or it can be things like electrical beds, um, we also help to upgrade facilities like uh, upgrade wards and uh, clinics, things like that. And we also help to fund things like research, uh, healthcare professional education and uh, some specialist staff. So quite broad in what we do. So it's uh, but our role really is to, is, to, is to try and give as much support as possible to to the hospital. And we do that by gaining support from the public, uh, individuals and companies to uh, to enable us to do that. And of course, part of that are, is uh, arranging uh, some, uh, you know, fundraising events like the 100 miles in a, in a month uh, challenge, which is a very worthwhile uh, and a very interesting, a very interesting fundraiser as well. But I suppose really, you know, I suppose through your role and what you do, you probably, you, you, you get a very valuable and great insight into the great work that the nurses and the doctors do. And of course, the other people that, that are that are also in on our minds at this time are the uh, are the patients and their families because they they go through a lot and especially at the moment with with covid the way things are going as well and they're real heroes as well the patients as well aren't they yeah they are yeah uh, when you're working at somewhere like the matter you know you you get to see firsthand the the amazing work that's going on and just uh, how important it is like we're we're blessed in the matter in all our hospitals to have some really amazing staff you know they're so dedicated and they're all they're working uh, very very challenging environments at the best of times and uh, it's even more so now through covid and for patients coming into the hospital it's always uh, it's it's always a, a disturbing worrying time anyone who's ever been in hospital knows that i, I myself was a, a past patient of the of the matter and uh, i know it can be very stressful when you're going into hospital and if you're having a ongoing treatment or you're having a, a surgical procedure it's uh, it's difficult when you can have visitors coming in and, and be surrounded by your loved ones but to then not have those around can be really can be really terrifying and that can be you know young people going in you know might be a young mum who's, who's uh, receiving treatment for, for breast cancer or it could be an elderly person who maybe is uh, is living with dementia and it's very difficult then to not be uh, surrounded by loved ones that's it and of course i've done a few interviews as well with fellow participants of the um of the 100 miles in the month yeah. challenge and some of them I know Veronica Flynn now, she she knew a woman that, uh, a woman next door, her daughter was, um, had a heart transplant last year in the Matter Hospital and yeah. she's recovering very well and things like that. And a few other people that have, uh, that either know, know of uh, someone that was there, was in the hospital as a patient or things like that. And they, they have nothing but lovely things to say. And it is lovely to hear all the kind and great things and nice stories and of course sad stories I suppose which yeah. is the nature of uh, being involved in the hospital there's, there's the good side and the bad side is in you know some people recover and other people don't and I suppose you know that that's where the, the likes of the doctors consultants and uh, the great work that the nurses do and of course the support of the patients families as well uh, you know that that's when when it really comes to the fore isn't it yeah it is yeah look it's um 
it's it's we we t- often think of the the matter and the people around it as 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 family and that that's what it's like you know it's a it's it's very much a joint effort and people like yourself Aidan and and other uh, participants in 100 miles are all part of that as well because uh, it's the funds that are raised from 100 miles in a month that allow us to do some amazing things in the hospital like since we've uh, brought 100 miles in a month in over the last couple of years we've been able to fund ro- robotic assisted surgery uh, which is actually uh, in the matter which has actually transformed uh, cancer surgeries uh, for for public patients like robotics was it sounds very scientific, oh, sorry, sky, sci-fi, something from a movie, but it's actually been around for over 20 years and it's well established uh, globally and it was well established in private hospitals around around Ireland, but it wasn't freely available for public patients. So in the matter, we were uniquely placed with, uh, with surgeons who had training in robotics from both their private practice and also international practice when they were training overseas and stuff. So across six different disciplines, we had surgeons who could do this. So we uh, we worked with the hospital we raised the funds to uh, to to bring in the, the the robotics, and now it's as I say, it's it's transformed the surgical care for for cancer patients, and it's also saving the hospital one point three million a year uh, that can go into other areas. And that was made possible by fundraising and, and, and things like a hundred miles in a month. We've also renovated our, uh, uh, our our respiratory unit in the last few months. We were able to build a new acute medical short stay unit that works with A and E to allow for an overflow. Uh, from there to so you're reducing overcrowding so as the hospital is adapting and responding to COVID-19 new needs have been identified all the time and new new uh, things that have to happen like refurbishing refurbishment of different of different areas to allow for for a different type of environment for patients to be treated and key, key to it in core of what the hospital is doing is to try and make sure that uh, as many patients as possible still get seen. So it doesn't come just all about COVID. So that there's other people who are sick as well and they need to be seen. And that's a big part of, a, of everything that, that's that's happening here at the matter. That's it. And you just, um, you just touched on it there a few minutes ago there about, um, you know, that you were, you were a patient in yeah. the hospital. Could you give us, uh, give the listeners maybe a bit of an insight of your experience as a patient there and how, how you found the nurses and the yeah. doctors and the care you received and the treatment and everything? Yeah, no problem. It's, it's been quite a while now. It's uh, actually 25 years ago now this year. I had lung surgery uh, at, in the Matter Hospital. And uh, it's not an overstatement to say that it, it saved my life and in many ways changed my life. Uh, my lung had collapsed three times, so... Uh, I needed to have surgery to repair my lung and ensure that it didn't uh, it didn't continue to collapse and potentially both lungs collapse. So uh, the, at the time, um, I, uh, the surgery that I received was quite uh, quite new and, and groundbreaking. Where rather than breaking up my breastbone and go in and manually uh, address all of the what's called polyps or like blisters on your lungs, uh, they they did you know quite a, a large scarring and a very uh, invasive surgery. Uh, the way it was done here at the matter was they went in through my back. It was all done laparoscopically. Um, you know, there's very small incisions, uh, stapled all of the all of the polyps. So minimal amount of minimally invasive surgery as as minimally as it could be there. And uh, I was very lucky to receive that surgery at the time because most other hospitals, not only in Ireland but around the world, they were still doing the old uh, frontal uh, incision way of going in, as I say, breaking the breastbone and that. And the care I received was just phenomenal. As I say, the, the surgeon, Freddie Wood, was the surgeon at the time. He was absolutely brilliant. And his team, I remember them all taking such good care of me. And uh, nursing as well really, really lo- looked after me as if I was, I was a family member. And uh, 
you know, and I, I see that now, uh, now that I'm, I'm, I'm working here at the matter the last five years, I see firsthand uh, that they, they treat every single patient like that, you know? Um, so exceptional people. I've worked around healthcare all of my career. I worked in Crumlin Hospital previously as well. Exceptional people there, but there's something very special about the matter. It's, uh, I think it gets, really gets into people's, uh, bloodstream so to speak and they, they it comes ingrained in, in who they are they really become matter people that's it and I suppose really you know you, you had surgery there in the matter and all that and great surgery surgery and and all that and groundbreaking uh, groundbreaking uh, surgery at that um, but also there, there's also the post there's the post-surgical um, treatment as well and, and recovery as well could you give us an insight into that as well yeah well my my own was very much based around physiotherapy you know so uh you know and, uh, and uh, recovering you know basically building the lungs back up and being able to to uh, to live a full life and i have now lived a full life i've you know i've run marathons and you know uh, 100 miles a month was really based around uh, my own experience of running and uh, you know training for marathons and all those miles that you run and uh, that never get seen it's all about 26.2 miles not anybody cares about how fast you did it uh, whereas 100 miles is, is was built around every single mile matters but in terms of the the aftercare the, the matter has a uh, a huge body of work around aftercare uh, from from surgery and not every patient that comes through the matter has surgery you know there's a lot that have ongoing treatments some for, will be seeing treatments for years for, di for different things such as so it could be cancers it could be uh cardiac issues it could be uh, uh dermatology skin issues it could be a no number of different things uh, ophthalmology you know so it's a very broad uh section of, of treatment that goes on in, in the hospital you know and they're they're dedicated to, to every single patient um no, no matter if they're in for a day or they're attending for the hospital for multiple years and uh, you you were just saying there that you, your surgery was over twenty five yeah. years ago, and then of course you know you're you're working you've worked in it since as well. So I suppose from the time that you were in uh, that you were a patient in in uh, the Matter Hospital having having your uh, yeah. surgery right up until the current day, there there was there have been huge advances in. Uh, you know, I suppose treatments and surgery and uh, you know things like yeah. That. Well, the the hospital itself uh, physically has has transformed in, in in that time. There's the new uh, um, witty wing is, is is on has been added to the hospital as well. So the hospital is increasing all the time. There's over 650 beds in the hospital now, and where the hope is that over the next five years or so, it'll actually increase to to 900 beds or so. And it's uh, there's a number of national specialties here at the matter now as well. It's it is the home of the the heart, the National Heart and Lung Transplant Unit, the only hospital that was uh, doing that, that those kind of procedures here here in Ireland. It's the home of the National Spinal Injuries Unit. It's uh, one of the major cancer centres in, in the country, treating over nine thousand cancer patients each year. Uh, it's also a centre of excellence for, for for cardiology. So, and that as well as all the other things that go on, you know, the, the kind of standard, you know, things like uh, uh, GI, you know, gastro uh, conditions and uh, ophthalmology, all that kind of stuff that's happening. So the hospital itself is, is is transforming all the time. Even in the five years that I've worked here, it's transformed a lot and um, will continue to transform. But healthcare is, is moving at such a fast pace that there's new advances all the time. That's why research is so important and that to, to make sure that um, we're, we're playing our part in, be, in, in finding those advances. And that helps research, helps to attract the best medical talent to, to, our, to our country and to our hospitals and to ensure that we can actually retain them. So yeah, yeah. I think we'll we've. I think over the next few years we'll probably see 
healthcare move at an even faster pace because um, genetics and uh, gene sequencing and individualized medicine is now something that's going to be, be growing more and more. Uh, we funded a couple of years ago the development of a genetics gene sequencing lab here at, at the Matter, and there's been a lot of work going on with that around um, uh, unidentified cardiac conditions, inherited cardiac, cardiac conditions, and that's going to expand out into other areas. So individualized medicine is going to be the way of the future. So I think uh, it, there's going to be huge changes uh, over the next few years as well. That's it. And of course, uh, in your role as well, it's uh, it's a key role and the Matter Foundation has a key role in helping fund all those, as you, as you mentioned earlier. And I suppose from, from that point of view, you must, everyone involved in the... Um, the Matter Foundation must 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 feel a huge sense of uh, a huge sense of pride, and uh, I find it very rewarding to see all the all the um, all the projects that were put in place thanks to thanks to the funding that has uh, been raised uh, over the last number. Of yeah, years. definitely, it's uh, it, it is rewarding to, to to be able to see uh, the the work that we we put in coming to fruition. But really, what all of that, uh, that impact that's made in the hospital is really made possible by our, our supporters, people who've taken part in things like the, the 100 miles in a, in a month, or companies who support us, or individuals who organise their own events, or people donating on a monthly basis to, uh, to, to ensure that the matter can provide patients with the best possible care. Because really at the Matter Foundation, our role is really about uh, connecting their kindness and, and, and generosity to the bedside uh, at the hospital to help to help ensure the patients get the best care possible. And it really is anything positive that happens through the work that we do is really thanks to the support that we receive from people like yourself and everyone who's taken part in 100 miles in a month. That's it. And of course, the, the 100 miles in a month is a, is a, a very adaptable uh, event. And it's something for, for everyone, you know, people of all ages and, and ability, because you know, you can run us, you can walk us, you can jog us, whatever you're able to do. So long as, so long as you, you covered at the 100 miles in the month, which yeah. is great. But I, I suppose really, you see, there's there's two things to it too. You're helping, you're helping yeah. fund the the vital work that the hospital do and the vital work that you do. But also for the people that take part, it's a, it's a great, it's a very healthy thing to do, and uh, the health benefits of doing it as well in the aftermath and during do, doing it is, uh, is is key as well and I suppose you know it's it's great to see the amount of people countrywide all over the country that are doing it uh, but I suppose the event in order for it to be uh, to be successful it has to be organized yeah. right and I think that's where David Burns comes in he's involved in doing that as well now and he's been very helpful and maybe you know people mightn't realize that the amount of work that goes into us you know organizing each you know the individual facebook fundraising pages for each of the participants yeah. organizing the t-shirts organizing the packs sending them in you know and of course he he's uh he's doing that he's doing all the work doing the training for himself yeah. as well he does everyone everyone in in uh, the foundation does great and I have to say, from from my own point of view, now there's myself and two two friends of mine, uh, yeah. Jerry Ward and Tom Ward. They're they're actually they're actually running it, do, doing the run, and um, like we're involved in Manor Manor United yeah. here in Roscommon. And um, he told me how I got involved was he was saying that he was doing it, and I was looking for looking to get back into walking as well. And I 
so I said, can you tell us a bit about it? And he told me about it. And I said, this is something else yeah. that I might be interested in. And that's how I got involved. Yeah. You, you know, and it's amazing now. So, so far, we've got uh, 288 euros. And then because I do sports co- sports podcasts, I decided, well, why not do a, yeah. a whole podcast about it as well? And maybe by people listening to other people's stories and what, what you've had to say and maybe put in the odd motivational song in between yeah. interviews and all that. It's people when they're out jogging or out walking, they can listen to other people's stories. And, uh, you know, it kind of, I suppose it gives them a, a positive and a rewarding and a motivating thing as well to, to hear other Yeah, no, very much so. Like well. the, the whole idea of, uh, of 100 miles a month is access- that it's accessible to, to a broad base of people. It's not about elitism. It's not about how fast you do things or about... Uh, you know, whether you 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 are a, a walker, where you're a, a jogger, where you're intermediate level runner, or you can do a four minute mile. You know, it's about everybody who's involved in the challenge coming together as one group to try and do a good thing. But but also there's benefits there for for their own health, but also the connectivity then and the encouragement you receive from others. That's really one at the core of what uh, 100 miles in a month is all about. And we wanted to. Uh, put together a challenge I say it was based on my own experience of running and when you're running a marathon and you're, you're training you're probably doing five six hundred miles to, to train for it and as I say nobody 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 sees those miles you know and they don't uh, it can be very hard to keep putting in that training and so you wanted to do something that where every single mile that you do matters and it does count and it all goes towards towards that ultimate goal and there is a huge amount of organization in it and uh, David leads that up for us uh, as a team. What it says is a team behind that as well that you that uh, uh, you wouldn't see. So it's a, it is a big operation. David leads it brilliantly for us, and he engages brilliantly with the participants. And there's thousands of participants uh, taking part in this. We've uh, we've over fifty companies as well taking part with with hundreds of employees throughout those companies taking part as well. So it, it is it's a huge event, and it's grown over over the last three years now that we've been doing it to a really really big event, uh, and it's making a real a real difference for, for patients and we're just delighted that each participant is getting something from it as well that they're getting the things that we hope that they would that camaraderie and, and sense of uh, of togetherness and encouragement that we see within the group as well which is what we we always hope that it would be and it has very much uh, taken on a life of its own and the participants in it very much have got engaged with it in, in a great spirit and it's, um, so yeah it's there's, there's nothing but positives from it that's for sure that's it, and of course, um, you, you know the I, I have found the support and the encouragement and and everything that you get from the the group. Obviously, everyone that participates can join the group, and everyone puts up their uh, everyone puts up their their distance good done every yeah. day and things like that. And people are saying well done and things like that. Yeah, I, I it's nice to get that encouragement, I, isn't it? Because um, we, we've all been there where you you put up you you got out you yeah. done a walk or a run and and you put it up on Facebook and you know in general and you know your friends are interested and it's kind of it's nice to be part of a group where yeah. people are interested and encouraging you and you know that makes all the difference you know when uh you had to have people encouraging you when you get out the next day and do it you know and uh, you know it's those days and you just don't want to do it but and that's when you really start getting the benefits for your own health and then you're really helping patients here as well and and, and throughout the group uh, and throughout the whole journey we share those patient stories and the difference that it's been that it's making for them and i think that that's a great motivating factor as well when you you know that uh, you're 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 getting out there and 
and and helping others and we're, we're very fortunate that a lot of people who get involved not only with 100 miles but supporting uh, the matter foundation in general are people who've come through the matter hospital either themselves or a loved one and a lot of it is uh, of the support we get is in gratitude and thanks for for that that care that they've received That's it, and of course, it's great. It's great that to that. But the, I think that the key and what makes us another part of the success is, you know, the group as well for encouragement. And of course, it's a great way of asking questions, but also the donation page. Even each participate, each participants donation page is great because, uh, and it's it's a great yeah. idea for tracking the mile that you. Well, I use the Under Armour uh, tracking app, and uh, you know, I switch it on when I when I start off doing the walk. And then when I get home, then I switch it off and then put a picture in on it. And then yeah. you take a snapshot and put it up. And that's a great way for not only you to keep a track of, and Dave, you know, when the event starts, yeah, uh, for him to keep a track of the, the miles. And but also it's, uh, you know, everyone can see each other's distances and that's that, that brings on other people as well. And uh, it's, a, it's a very clever way of doing it because everything is easier, easy, is easy to to track and keep an eye and, and, uh, you know, you know, you can ask questions yeah. where, where yeah. you want and all that. And I think that's very much so. And it, and it also is very, very transparent for the people who have supported you, who donated to support you that they can see this isn't easy. You know, it's, uh, you're out there doing the miles, you know, to, to and it's not just a case of, uh, uh something simple, you know, it's uh, it takes dedication over a month to, to do a challenge like this. And it's important that, that the people who are supporting you who have uh, made those donations see that and that encourages others to donate then as well you know when they do see the that that the 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 runs going up there so yeah it, it is uh, it's all about the transparency of it that you, you can see it and it, as in, again it's a uh, it's another motivating factor then as well when when people can see they're they're they're, they're getting to their fundraising target or, and in a lot of times uh, succeeding what they what they ever thought could be possible to raise you know so so many people um will go in and they're hoping oh god i hope we can raise 100 euros you know because you know that's kind of where we put the, the the benchmark we don't put people under pressure to to raise specific amounts but you know it's a kind of a guide that if you can, if you can get to the 100 euros that'd be fantastic but most people will will end up going past that you know and and, and they get a great sense of achievement not only from the running yeah. or walking or jogging uh, of the 100 miles but they get a great sense of achievement on the fundraising side as well to see that god i, I actually raised more than i ever thought i could have you know that's it and of course uh, you know we we always think that the first thing we think of as uh, you know participants is First and foremost, you think of like the likes of yourselves that are doing great work to help uh, great ongoing projects for the matter. But also the first and foremost as well on top of that is, you know, the patients yeah. and what they're going through. Uh, so like, you know, 100 miles in the month, uh, it sounds a lot, but over the month, it doesn't, it doesn't sound a lot. But when you think of 100 miles, yeah. uh, well, yeah. that's, that's a lot of walking or jogging. But um, as I said to other participants that I was uh, interviewing, it's... Um, you know, the journey that the, the 100 miles that we do is kind of, and we'd be the first to admit it, is nothing compared to the journey that those patients. No, very much so. And the, the, the patients uh, at the, in the Matter Hospital at the core of everything that we do, you know, it all the like 100 miles in a month is all about raising funds to help them and make sure that the hospital is set up to be able to provide the best yeah. possible care. Or the patients that come through with, through through its doors, and yeah, it's uh like there's some there's people who uh who are on some really challenging journeys coming through the hospital, um, the, them and their families, 
and more, now more so than ever where you know when you go into hospital at the moment you are in there on your own you know you're not you're not surrounded by your loved ones you can't have your visitors every day do you know so and there's people who can be in hospital for for long periods of time you know that could be someone with a spinal injury which alters their life and they could be in in the matter for a number a number of months possibly up to a year longer do you know and uh, you've got people who are, who are receiving cancer treatment could be back and forth to the hospital for a very long time or someone who's had a stroke could be in hospital for, for months on end. You know, so there's, there's all different types of, of journeys going on, but um, they're all unique, but they're all they're all have their own challenges. And, they're, they, you know, and then really what we want to do is to make sure that every single patient that comes to the matter gets the best possible treatment that they can. And we our role in the foundation is to try and make sure that the hospital has everything it needs you know and it's and if we all worked and really you know it's a, it's uh, you know the, the the hse can't be the answer to everything there's a, there is the, the hospital does receive a, a a budget every year from the hse but unfortunately that just isn't doesn't cover everything and rather than get into the a culture of blame and why why isn't this happening and why isn't that happening really organizations like ours and the matter foundation it's all about well, what can we do and let's work together government hospital foundation and supporters and together if we all work together then we know we can transform our hospital and our hospital can be the very best it possibly can be because the evidence is there and that's what we really want to continue to do over the next few years as well is to just you know not get sucked into this culture of blame that so often in ireland you hear you, you get you, it's just going on every day you look at the news who's to blame who's to blame who's to blame rather than looking at how can we make things better how can we work together to make things better and i think you see that in 100 miles we've got thousands of yeah. people from all over the country coming together not because they want to point fingers or anything like that but because they want to do their bit to make things better that's it because i mean the way the way we look at it is you know, those patients and their families and yeah. the nurses and the doctors and people like yourselves that work so hard to make it a success and uh, give the best possible treatment and services. And of yeah. course, the hospital are there for the families as well and help the families and, the, and that great work. It's not just about the patients as well, even though they're first and foremost. But there's the the, 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 um, the families are... are um, entail entwined in that as well and included in that and when when we think of that as like you know a lot of us here you know and there's COVID and everything and you know sometimes we think about ourselves at times but uh, you know when, when you look at them when you look at the, the patients and their families they deserve and the nurses and yourselves and all that you deserve everything that, that we as participants in this event can possibly do because I suppose even for people that haven't been involved uh, people like myself yeah, have yeah. never been in the, the matter. But you never know at, at the end of the day, I never know there could be a, a time in the future when I might when I might need uh, treatment in the matter. Well that's so it, yeah, that, you know, it's uh, it's about it. it's about doing the best we, we we all can, you know. And it's it's very rewarding for us, not only when the funds are raised to the and the impact that makes in the hospital when you see things like the acute medical unit opening up or you see the new hyper acute stroke unit the first of its kind in ireland opening up the, the foundation playing its role in funding the equipping of that do you know that um, when you see things like that happen that's hugely rewarding but it's also really rewarding for us to know that uh, 
we came up with this idea of 100 miles in a month. We felt it could work. We felt if, if we could enjoy it, that other people would enjoy it. And it's really rewarding to know that thousands of people all around the country do really enjoy it, that they're, they're getting a lot from it. We want to try and make sure that when people participate in 100 miles in a month, that they have the best experience they possibly can, that, you know, they have a good running shirt to, to go out and, and be proud in, you know, to get a nice medal at the end. We give them the support throughout it to enable the participants to enjoy, to do their bit and really enjoy the challenge and then spread the word for the next one, you know? So that's very rewarding for us as well to know that, uh, um, you know, that it's, it's win-win all around. That's it. Well, listen, thank you very much. I know you're a busy man, Tom. So thank you very much for taking the time out to do this interview. Yeah. And uh, I'll send you on the uh, the podcast when it's done. And I want to wish you and uh, everyone involved in the Matter Foundation and, of course, all the all the staff and, uh, you know, the nurses and doctors and, of course, the patients and their yeah. families and all patients, not, not just in the Matter, but, you know, all patients and their families and nurses all throughout Ireland. I want to wish them all the the best and all the best in the future and hope hopefully everyone kind of comes through this uh the COVID successfully and uh hopefully in the not too distant future the the, the restrictions will be lifted and uh, we'll be able to do it the, oh, nice. it's easier to do even more of it. My, my, so thanks very much for my pleasure Ed, and just to, and, to thank yourself uh, and, uh, you and every single one of the uh, of the participants in in 100 miles in a month and not only 100 miles a month everyone who supports the matter foundation we the, the the great things that happen only only are made possible by by their kindness and their support and uh, we're nothing without the support that we receive so we really are humbled and grateful for everything that you're all doing for us so thank you no problem thanks take care and uh, bye bye we'll talk to you again very soon no problem thanks very much and that was tom hickey from
Hello. Hello. How are you? Can you hear me? Uh, not too bad, yeah. I can hear you. Hello, Iris. How are you? And uh, thanks very much for taking the time out to do the interview with us. And uh, just to let people know that Iris Mead is another uh, is another participant in in a month challenge in aid of the Matter Foundation, uh, an event that's going on throughout the month uh, to raise money for a great cause. So I suppose, uh, Iris, welcome welcome to the podcast. And uh, how are you today on day, day two of the challenge? I'm good, Aidan, thanks. I'm just waiting on the rain to pass up here now in Dublin. So I'm a bit of a snowflake, haven't got out as yet, but uh, I will. Um, yesterday was a nice day, so I got out and got the... Just the four miles done, so it was great. Thanks. And how are you doing? Not too bad. No, not too bad. I think I think the the main thing about it is getting the first day over you, and then uh, once the first day is over, then it kind of it's not too bad for the rest for the rest of the month. So uh, yeah, I did um I did uh, two walks yesterday myself. I did uh, three three point one five miles in the morning, and myself and the mate went for a walk in in the afternoon and did four. Point, well, nearly five miles. So, uh, yeah, it's good. You know, the 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 feet kind of ache for a while, but uh, they're not they're not too bad. But it's uh, it's 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 a great cause and, and things like that. So, could you tell us your your story and your background and uh, your reasons for doing for doing this great um this this great challenge? I will indeed. Well, the, well, this is the fourth time I've done it now, Aidan. Um, I started last year with the hundred, uh, the 10,000 steps for the month of June. Um, and the reason how I've come to be involved in this is um, I'm, at, I'm under Dr. Lambert currently at the moment in the Matter Hospital, um, who's treating me for uh, Lyme disease. So um, obviously now with AI on our phones, because obviously I mentioned the matter to somebody, uh, the challenge came up in the Facebook feed. So I said, God, that would be a great thing to motivate me because I was already building the steps up and uh, with Lyme disease, you have chronic fatigue. And uh, that was one of the symptoms very early on in in with the disease so I was kind of building up trying to find a baseline and building up rather than having like doing too much and crashing and burning so anyway last June then um I started with the 10,000 steps and it's led on from there uh coming back for more each time of course I walk I don't run the challenge um but I hope in time that I will be able to get back running um doing it that's it. Well, great, great. So that's great, and fair play to you. That that the fact that you have Lyme disease and and you're you're actually going to a consultant in in the Matter Hospital that has a uh, that that that's close to your heart. So and it's it's even more motivating for you then. And uh, yeah, that, but um, I suppose could you tell us a bit more about the the care that uh, that your consultant gives you, and uh, I suppose the assistance and services and the help that you've been receiving because. Uh, you know, you're you're very good, uh, despite ha- having the, the that condition that that you're well able to do it. And I suppose it was it was key to start off something small or whatever, and uh, by by doing the ten thousand steps challenge, and now going on to this. So, uh, 
Well, I'd like to start off by wishing you all the best for the for the rest of the month and fair play to you. Ah, thanks, Aidan. Thanks. Yeah, it's been a long journey. Uh, I fell ill in two thousand and eighteen, um, with gallbladder bladder problems, and then when I was in hospital with that, that then the whole Lyme disease kicked off. So I had a lot of time of uncertainty and not knowing uh, what the disease was. Um, until I heard the Joe Duffy show and some other Lyme sufferers. And then I seen a documentary, Living with Lyme, uh, on RTE, and it just struck a chord, uh, even though results in Ireland had come back that I hadn't got uh, Lyme. Um, so so um, the documentary, anyway, pointed out that uh, German labs and stuff. So I got the bloods done and, and that, and Dr. Lambert, uh, being in, the infectious disease consultant there in the matter, he's the only one in Ireland actually looks after Lyme, Lyme patients. And um, so after getting the uh, bloods done and tested and found out just that's what I did have, um, I was referred to Dr. Lambert and um, I'm not in the main hospital himself, but in these rooms and that. And he looks after a lot of Lyme patients here in Ireland um, because a lot of people are unaware of the disease and People don't think they can get it, but uh, I obviously got it. I lived in Wexford for a time and I was doing the garden and um, I obviously got bitten. I think it was around 2013. I'm not sure. Had small symptoms, but no doctor ever kind of put them all together. So um, it was a big revelation to get the results back um, for the antibodies. So, yeah, the matter, as I say, I had no kind of connection with the matter prior to to this and um i say dr lambert looking after a lot of patients of course he's 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 involved in the covid looking after covid patients now on the front line as well so he's very busy but um obviously my treatment involves some antibiotics um, for a long period of time, different combinations to get the combination right so it's quite hefty treatment and uh, with the walk and I found that when I take the medication in the morning and stuff if I do get out um, I kind of it obviously circulates the blood around the body and gets the tablet so I actually feel less ill with the antibiotics by by moving my body and um, I suppose as well like for mental health um, going from somebody that was very active, I, I like I was a highly active player. I, I ran. I know you're involved with the sports uh, injuries and also I ran for Denar Harriers. Um, they were in Island Bridge originally, but now they're in Chapel Lizard. So I ran for them competitively in my younger days. So I was kind of very active person. So to be kind of wiped out with the thing like chronic fatigue, that was a bit kind of um, heartbreaking. And um, was I going to recover and all that kind of thing? So the 100 miles or the 10,000 steps with the matter has really given me something to focus on in the months, particularly that we have this challenge. So, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to do other ones. And as I say, maybe possibly run later ones when I do uh, get over the whole battle. That's it. Well, fair play, because I suppose you probably do find that uh, doing, the, as you just said there, that the, uh, you know, doing the walks and doing the walking is a, is a huge help. And uh, I suppose, you know, the um, the first, the, the fact that you uh, 
you, you have the, the condition as well. It makes it, uh, you know, it gives you more of a reason to want to do it. So it's kind of ben- beneficial in, in a lot of ways because you're, you're doing walking, so you're getting healthier. Um, I suppose it, it helps energy-wise as well and uh, great for the movement of, of uh, you know, for the body and the whole lot. And uh, also at the same time, you're... you're um, Raising some some great some great uh, some money as well, and I, I suppose you you're you're getting great support as well from family and friends, and I suppose you know on uh, your donation page as well. Could you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, um, unfortunately I'm not in work uh, at the moment, so obviously it's my Facebook friends and as you say family, um, have been donating. Obviously, I'd like the donations to be a lot more, but because it's my fourth challenge, like I have kind of exhausted <laughs> a lot of my friends yeah. donating. So on the first challenge, I obviously got more donations than I do uh, for I have done so far on this one. So I am hoping as time goes on, of course, you know, once the challenge starts, the donations kind of seem to come in a little bit better. And like, you know, I mean, I know people have so many charities that they give to today and um, it's a hard to decipher which ones you want to give to and not give to. But uh, even a small amount, as I say to my friends, a couple of euros or whatever, every little bit helps. And we're such a big community, like, as you know, Aiden, like on Facebook, the group that we have, each time these challenges come up, the support and the group is just fantastic and the motivation for everybody. So it's every little helps, really. I don't raise thousands or anything. In ways, I wish I was doing the challenge and back at work because I definitely would get more support uh, if I was in there uh, with work. But unfortunately, that's not the case at the moment. But I, I definitely will see this as a long-term uh, kind of doing these challenges and uh, supporting money for the hospital and all the good things they do for all types of patients. Um, we see so many people have gone through the hospital system there and it's the door is open to anybody that needs the care and the great things that they've used all the money for. Like I've seen that the challenges from June and the challenge from November and so forth and all the great things that uh, they do in there with the money uh, that's raised from us all and David Burns, of course, uh, running these challenges. It's great sport. So I wish I might my donations were more, and if anyone would like to donate to my page, that'd be great. Um, but anyway, it's about doing it for all sorts of purposes, really, which is which is fantastic. And I suppose really the the whole thing about the group is the great support that we get from from each other, and of course David as well uh, doing doing great work there. If anyone has any questions, you just go and ask him the questions, and he, you know, he's very quick at getting back and very helpful, and uh, always will always available to answer questions and that. But like you said, there the the support we get from each other in in the group as well is is great, and especially now that the challenge has started, you know, sometimes. You know, it's raining outside, and you might say, "Oh, I don't really feel like going out today." But then you, you kind of think of the patients, and uh, you know, the patients and the nurses, and you know, everyone giving up their everyone giving up their time or dedicating their time to to helping others, which is a, a huge thing as well. So, 
it's uh, it, that, there's that there's a great sense of t- togetherness. Oh, definitely a great collaboration. I'd recommend anyone to look into these challenges and partake in them because, and especially as well, like for everybody's overall health. Like you know what I mean. I have the Fitbit. Uh, that I use and like definitely when I'm doing a consistent amount of walking um, my heart rate is definitely better from it um, it goes down you know because there was a few months in between after say the June challenge and all that I kind of wasn't as motivated because I wasn't in the group and um, and that kind of thing and the heart rate definitely goes up the few notches when you're not doing the activity so the overall benefit but the collaboration is great I love these things and of course I'm in the Lyme community support uh, Facebook pages as well and any other ones that are related to the disease and they are all great because you can't beat people's experience and people sharing ideas of how to overcome say injuries or if they're struggling to get out and people are saying you can do it even a few miles like you you don't have to get all the miles in one day or one week you have you can spread them and if you have a good day you can get extra in or if you have a bad day you can you know when I started off uh, Uh, before I started any challenges as well like as I say I couldn't get out of bed for two weeks at a time and if I even did the slightest little thing um it it just was crash and burn so um it's 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 for anybody that wants to get from a sedentary uh, lifestyle to exercise and it's it's about even just trying to hit that 10,000 steps a day that they recommend and it helps in so many ways for the body and the mind as I say uh, getting out and I'm lucky where I am I have the Phoenix Park on my doorstep and that and it's a beautiful facility and obviously because of COVID they made some extra walking paths and and that and uh, for people to go up there and get the miles in and of course uh, in the one in the June challenge last year I seen everybody out with our with the orange t-shirts and it was like you could see even though you don't know these people directly like you just knew they're part of this one community that we're all in unfortunately our weather is not conducive <laughs> to the t-shirts unless you are running at the moment uh, but uh, uh, it's it's great to have that big group behind behind us as well, and uh, for a great cause. That's it. And uh, last week I, I did an interview with um, with Tom Hickey, who's involved in um, who's involved in the Matter Foundation. He's the communications manager. He's a manager uh, involved in us, and uh, you know it was a very a very interesting interview. You know, he himself was a patient there as well. He was saying, and uh, he had a he had a lung surgery, and he was on about the great care that he gets from from the staff and the nurses and everyone, uh, you know, in, in the hospital. And uh, now, funny enough, he's involved in the fundraising uh, section, which is the the um, Matter Foundation. And uh, you know, he he was telling us about it was very interesting to hear about uh, you know the difference that the funds raised the funds raised make you know from upgrading equipment to upgrading wards i suppose even to you know for helping to care for the patients but also the services that they provide for the for their families as well it's uh, 
it's an overall thing as well. So it's uh, it was a very interesting insight from that point of view because I mean I I speaking to the yourself you're you're you've been you're a patient there yourself. So you have that first-hand experience. So, like from from interview, from speaking to other people, like each one has their own way of doing it. They either know someone that has been a patient in it, or they just they just like to do to help out a to help out a great cause. So it's uh, it's something. It's a, it's an amazing exactly exactly, and it like it get like the money gets those extra things that they okay they get the basic funding for the fundamental things, but it's just going that extra little mile to make uh you know you're ill and you need that extra bit of things that can make it a little bit more easier when you are in the hospital as I say I've been lucky I haven't been a patient within the hospital itself I just go to see Dr Lambert who does Trojan work there for lots of different patients with infectious diseases uh, throughout the city and people come from far and near uh, to, to come and see him there and, and, and get better and see results and I certainly have uh, made great leaps and bounds in the last I was with him since January last year so I'm just over a year with him and without him god knows where i'd be i probably wouldn't even be physically moving at all and um, with him so it's make it's going that extra mile with the challenges and the donations to make that little bit more comfortable for people that have the experience with the hospital itself and it definitely makes a difference and we've seen like all the different things that they buy like or different things they do in the rooms uh, you know for the patients and and uh, it's amazing work that's been done there behind the scenes once everybody like us have collaborated to get those funds up. You know, I, 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 w- I would have normally done volunteering work with different organisations, but had never kind of done challenges in order to raise funds. And it goes, all the money goes directly to the hospital. And um, we, we don't have any dealings with the money. It just goes directly into their funds and then they you know, uh, spend in whatever way they need to for the patients, which is great. And as you say, everyone has a story to tell, no matter what, you know. And, um, but uh, I like, and for me, like being talking to yourself, even Aiden, like just to make awareness for Lyme disease, because I never had heard of what Lyme disease was. I was ignorant to that fact because we didn't really talk about it in Ireland. But it is prevalent and there's a lot of people suffering and not knowing that they're suffering from that. And blood tests here in Ireland won't show up anything uh, in order to tell you that you have it. So you're kind of left and you're, you're, you know, GPs can tend to think people are not right in what they're saying. And it turns out that you're, um, you know, validated when you get your results and you say, gosh, I knew, I just knew in my own gut feeling that there was something there and that you couldn't pinpoint. So for me, it's a double a double thing, you know, and, and it makes me then happy that I can be partaking in a group whilst I'm not, obviously, because I'm still in recovery and it's part of my own recovery, recovery goal 
uh, was to do these to kind of build it up. And um, if I don't walk one day, even like if I have a bad day or I'm having a couple of days, I kind of leave it and I rest the body. And then when I am able to go a little bit extra then on another day, then I'm able to make the miles up. Like it's, you know what I mean? It's not a strict thing. And um, you can make up the miles just even walking around your house uh, once you have your little pedometer counting your steps. So it's, you know, for anybody that's wanting to take part in these challenges, it's not a, a you know, we see we've, uh, there's all levels of people that take part in the challenges from the professional runners to the, you know, intermediate to beginners, walkers and so forth. And it's open to everybody. And that's the really nice thing about it, you know. That's it. And uh, how, how have you been finding the walk when, when you can do it? Do you, do you find it uh, very good and do you, do you feel good after it? And of course, you know, I suppose that the key things for walking or, or running will be, you know, before you go, it's warm, warming up and stretching and uh, and uh, also keeping hydrated and warming Thank down you. then when you're finished. Uh, but you, you do get, uh, I suppose, sometimes you, you, the, the muscles feel achy, but... Uh, exactly well i find routine you know what i mean like because as i say i went from somebody overnight working full time to absolutely just having to say i need to stop i need to get better i need to take the medicine i need to look after my body and i just had to make that decision about work so uh, it's and and what i found is it has been a good routine as you say getting out getting out into the fresh air as well and i know it's difficult in these times with covid to it's it's hard to motivate yourself for anything at the moment but uh, i found that once i got into the routine you kind of miss it when you don't go or you feel guilty that you can't uh, uh, go um, so like uh, definitely it's great for building that routine and it's and breathing the fresh air and there's less traffic on the road and all that anyway so uh, it is fresh air out there and um, if you have some nice walks like I'm lucky we have paths up here in Dublin and stuff so it's it's fairly stay safe to be able to just go around uh, a few laps on a walk you know but uh, overall definitely the benefits outweigh uh, anything else that's it and i suppose would you like to give uh, a shout out to anyone uh while, while we're chatting there, do you want to say hello? Or give uh, well, just everyone that's doing the family and friends and everybody that has donated so far, I'd like to thank them and uh, everybody in the in the, the 100 Mile community and David Bourne and yourself as well for highlighting the, the challenge and the good work of the matter. And uh, Dr. Lambert, of course, uh, hats off to him and uh, just everybody in the Lyme community. TikTok is the uh, Lyme community uh, Facebook page as well. And um, they're phenomenal with supporting anybody that has Lyme disease or has uh, is caring for anybody with Lyme disease too. So um, there's so many people doing great work out there. And with, with the COVID now and um, the long-term symptoms, like, you know, all this fatigue and the different things that people are being left with after they have had the, the, the COVID, well, hopefully that will open the door for other people with illness.
illnesses that had infections and have chronic fatigue and those debilitating uh, problems afterwards cognitively and everything, uh, that that will open the door for more research and help uh, other diseases that that, that is quite uh, not known because they're less important uh, or seen as less important. So hopefully uh, the COVID and what they'll learn from that research will uh, pave the way for Lyme sufferers here in Ireland as well. So there's so much can be done, you know. That's it. And uh, so listen, thank you very much for taking the time out to do the interview with us and uh, the best of luck with the rest of the challenge. And, uh, you know, you, you kind of have two challenges between challenging the, between recovering from the Lyme disease and also doing the challenge. But I suppose, you know, the walk will benefit. So uh, we, we might we keep in touch again uh, and see how you're getting on. In, uh, Thanks a million, Aiden. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Now talk thank to you again. Bye-bye. Bye, thank you. Bye, bye, and that's Iris Mead who's participating in the uh, the 100 miles in a month challenge in aid of.
Hello, Lauren. How are you doing? You're very welcome to this podcast about the uh, about the uh, the the challenge, uh, the 100 miles in a month challenge. And uh, I just like to let you let the listeners know that we're uh, we're talking to a lady called Lauren English Adams, and she's actually taking part in the 100 miles in a month challenge in aid of. <laughs> In aid of uh, the Matter Hospital, uh, the Matter Foundation as well. So I suppose uh, you're very welcome to the podcast, Lauren. And uh, could you tell us? Could you start off by telling us a bit about yourself? Uh, how are you doing, Aiden? Uh, thanks so much for having me. Um, no as you say, my name's Lauren. I am 21, and I am currently in my final year of in uh, health promotion. So that's a little bit about me. I'm from Wexford. Um, so this is my first year actually running 100 miles, uh, so I'm very excited. Very good. So I suppose, uh, you know, it's, as I was just saying to other participants, other participants in interviews as well, it's, it's really a great, a great reason to, you know, with everything that's going on. And of course, you're in the health profession yourself there, health promotion and things like that. Um, mm. You know, after Christmas and everything that everyone went through, with COVID and people, you know, family, people in hospital and things like that. And it's not easy for their families. It's not easy for the patients themselves, you know, nurses, everyone. It's kind of, it's very tough on people at the moment. So I suppose, um, I know, like from my point of view, it was, I just wanted to do something positive and something to make Mm. a difference. And uh, a friend of mine took part, is taking part of it and his brother, um, Jerry Ward and Tom Ward. And he told me about it and that's how I, got involved and it's just about doing something positive in in a negative situation i suppose and uh, you know we see we see all the great work that that's been done by the uh, by the matter foundation and the the all the staff mm. in the matter hospital so you know because of the tough time that everyone has gone through they, they really deserve everything that uh, we're doing from them like we're we're just yeah. doing 100 months but uh, their journey is a lot different and a lot harder and uh, you know, there's people like myself, yourself, and everyone else that's doing it around the, the country. But I suppose, uh, what's your reasons for doing it, or what's the story behind you doing it? And well done on doing it as well, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I couldn't agree more with you. Um, to be quite honest, um, the reasons why I'm doing it, I kind of came across the 100 miles around last year. One of my friends had done it. And at that stage, I guess... Um, it hadn't really affected me as such like the significance of having the support that Matter Foundation and hospitals like that provide um, up until the summer where my nanny um, got stage four cancer and uh, quite quickly passed away and she is someone that was very significant to me and um, you know it was very difficult going through that and I think when I saw the the whole 100 miles this time around and everything that's happened with COVID and just seeing how it has affected people and getting through that sort of um, those issues and supporting one another, I think it just really pushed me to like go for it this time and really push myself because as you said, like people are going through different challenges and really trying to help out those who are struggling with health difficulties and illnesses. And, you know, it's the least that I can do. And it's like, you know, being through the situation where you see a, a loved one um I don't know s- suffer I guess you you, you want to do as much as you can so that they can be supported so being able to support an organization who really is trying to do the most for the like 
people who are sick. It's just, you know, it's incredible. And I'm glad I get to be a part of it um, and, you know, take on a challenge that's going to benefit many people. That's it, because uh, I suppose really like, you know, like yourself, I lost, uh, you know, my mum passed away from cancer in 2009 as well. And that was like mm-hmm. in normal times. Now we were able to spend the last few hours with her and all the, all this, that and the other. But, uh, you know, now with COVID, it's very clinical and there's a lot of rules yeah. around, you know, people who are passing away and their families, what their families can and can't do. And, you know, it's yeah, very it makes stressful. it a lot more difficult. <laughs> yeah so I, I suppose uh, so looking at it from your um your you know the um, the angle that you're doing in health promotion uh, what, what are your mm. thoughts on, on the, the situation in general uh, with with covid and uh, of course the people that are benefiting benefiting from the uh, the money that we're raising for for such a great organization and a great hospital so, and the, the great staff as well what was that sorry and i couldn't <laughs> I said, what are your thoughts about from from your point of view as a health promotion as a health promoter um you know what are your thoughts on keeping healthy and uh, you know all the services that are being provided by the hospital and, and things like that um i guess um my view like personally like it's just the whole thing of just getting out and about um I find very important just kind of keeping your mental health um, at bay and your well-being. Um, and it's a lot more difficult for people who are in hospitals. And um, I, I just think that with the extra support from everyone, like obviously there'll be, it means there'll be better equipment um, and just better like in hospital care, um, which is so important. And obviously the COVID situation has definitely exposed a lot of um, maybe faults within our healthcare system um and areas that need to be improved um so just being able to give to a foundation that actually is really wanting to uh, improve people's well-being in hospitals and support them um not only through the medical like work that I do but like staff support and everything um i think it's vital it's it's so important um and key to like uh, getting everyone through this um COVID and other illnesses I guess is my point of view um yeah <laughs> that's it because I suppose really people don't realize the importance of the work that uh you know not nurses and uh, nurses mm. and doctors and uh you know that they don't realize the work that that, that they you know and, and think the support and services and treatments that provided on, on le- until they're actually in the situation either as a patient or as a family member of of a patient that's involved and uh, i think uh, you know the great support as well for for us as participants as well is you know for doing the challenges the great uh the group that's uh, available for everyone that's doing it and uh, the great support we get from each other and encouragement and uh, maybe little little bit of little tips and things like that and of course David Burns is working hard and he's working it himself and it, I really have to say my experience of the group uh, being involved in the group and uh, you know it, it's exciting then that you, you put up your distances and everything it kind of keeps yeah. you motivated and things like that so it, it, it is a very constructive and a very positive experience being involved in the group and all aspects of it completely even like just I, I couldn't get over because I I've been a part of like other fundraising groups but just being able to put in 
like when you're struggling and being like, I don't know if I'll get the miles on today. People are so good for commenting and liking and really pushing you to like just keep going. Um, and I'm very excited for the month of February. Like just over the last week, um, I obviously have been posting into the group for the 100 miles and people have just been so great and so nice. Even like yourself, Aiden, you reached out to me and I I, I couldn't get over. I was very grateful for it. And the support is what's needed. Like uh, as participants, like it, it's incredible, especially during COVID. It's, it's a great way to just have that social connection that has been lost because of COVID. So being able to regain that um, in some shape or form, it has been pretty good. So I'm excited for to take on the challenge and just have help one another, I guess. So it's really lovely. <laughs> That's it. And of course, you know, from my, my experience as well, a lot of friends and family now have been very supportive uh, fund, mm. funding the, you know, on my funding page. And, uh, you know, it, it's nice to get the support of family and friends to see that, that uh, you know, there are so many people around the country that are that are doing this as well. I suppose what's the feedback from your, your family? And uh, I'm sure you're getting you're getting great support from your family and friends <laughs> and colleagues in a working situation as well. And as well as that, yeah. you know, the. Um, positive feedback and things on, on the group as well completely um believe it or not I actually didn't realize but one of my cousins has taken part in it um and I was shocked so we ended up realizing that one another were taking part in it as I posted up in the group so we've been chatting and now we're like looking at doing other like sort of um maybe runs throughout the year um and it's it's been incredible to be quite honest um so far um with connecting with family number one and I guess um everyone has been very supportive even people started donating already um and I think there is a lot of um people really want to get on board they want to help out they do want to uh, support as best as they can and um I think that's been the greatest thing um like you said friends and family mainly have been there and liking pages sharing out um stuff that I posted up on my fundraiser as well so I I guess it'll be even more so now come February um, properly getting into things um, when people start seeing the running happening I think they they'll definitely be on board I I think <laughs> that's it and I suppose from from your point of view uh, you know your training to date since you started training for then uh, your preparations could you tell us a bit about that and have you got any tips that you find work for you you know like maybe the other participants when they when they listen to this when they listen to the interview um well for me I I haven't I don't do a lot of running so that's why I had to start training because I never ran before in my life I think um it's it's to take it at a pace that's good for you you're you're not there in a race you're there to like do as much as you can um I found that by breaking it up every day like you know it was a lot easier um and I guess I always like running in the morning because it gets you started for your day. It really gets the blood pumping um, uh, for me. And just make sure you drink lots of water beforehand because I realize I do not drink enough water and it kills me at the start. So I'm happy I did start training, but definitely staying hydrated, making sure that you're like eating enough as well throughout um, the day because you're going to need the extra energy Um and I guess just reaching out to the group, like I really do find by reaching out to the 100 miles uh, group, like 
the Facebook group that it's a lot more motivating and I'm more driven to try get those miles as much as I can throughout the day and just seeing everyone else's it, it's it really does push me towards it and just I don't know knowing what you're doing is going towards such a great cause keeping that in mind that what you're doing is going to help someone it's going to benefit a lot of people um so I think that's what kind of pushes me through today and someone else as well it might too <laughs> that's it and of course uh, anyone that listens to that you know when they've, they've pod- the total pop podcast put together you know when they hear the overall podcast and uh, of course i'll be throwing in some uh, motivational songs between uh, <laughs> between the interviews as well and things like that so maybe when they hear other people's stories maybe for next year yeah. or for other things throughout the year they might say oh well you know i might start doing it and that's that's the great thing that will, that will come out of this as well. And uh, as yeah. looking ahead to the uh, the event itself, it's starting Monday. Uh, are you getting are you getting nerves? Or are you really looking forward to it? Or you, <laughs> have you got a plan around how you're going to? Um, a mixture of everything. I won't lie. Like, there's a lot of nerves. Definitely a lot of nerves for it because I I want to do well. I do want to achieve the goal because I know that as difficult as this will be for me. There is people out there who are going through a lot worse at the moment. And I feel like for me, it's what's keeping me motivated that this is going to help someone that I can benefit. Like that's what's keeping me going and what's motivating me. So it gets me excited. So I'm I'm looking forward to getting into a good routine and really pushing myself um, throughout the month of February and yeah, I, I'm excited. Overall, I gotta say I'm excited. Um, and I just wanna like make sure that when I'm posting up my miles that I'm getting it message because for me, I looked up the Mash Foundation website and I was reading some of the stories of the patients and the families, and you know they're really touching. They like <laughs> some of them brought me to tears as I was reading them. And I think um, it just it's really I want to get that message out to the people who will be supporting me as well. Um, Because, you know, you never know next year they could end up doing it themselves. So I think that's what's really motivating for the month of February. (laughs) That's it. Well, listen, thanks very much for your time and taking the time out to share your story with us. And I'd like to I'd just like to wish you the best of luck with the event and well, well done. on. on Thank you. And, uh, you know, sorry to hear about your your, your grandmother as well. And uh, it's not an easy time when you lose a, a loved no. one. So uh, listen, we might touch we might touch uh, base as well, maybe afterwards uh, after the event, and see how you got on as well. Completely. Uh, thanks so much for having me, Aiden. Um, and yeah, fingers crossed, we'll see each other at the finish line. <laughs> no problem. That's great. That'll be lovely. Um, okay. Thanks very much. And uh, that was uh, Lauren English Adams who's taken part in the 100 miles in a month in aid of the Matter Foundation. Somebody so passionately Time has a way of stealing That region 
when I seen it advertised 100 miles, I joined up for the Matter Foundation. So I done the 100 miles for February. Then I continued on in June and I done the 10,000 steps for the Matter Foundation. And then in August, they had another 100 miles. Um, I done that as well. And That's very, um, that's yeah. very good. So you, you have a high level of uh, a high level of fitness then. And I suppose really the... Uh, you know, joining the running club and uh, doing doing all the the runs that you've done and the half marathons that was a, a good foundation for uh, for doing this one hundred mile challenge in a one hundred miles in a in a month challenge. In aid of what has to be said is a is a, a great a great uh, cause. And uh, I suppose what was it? This um, did, did you know someone that was uh, that was a that was a patient in the. Uh, in the matter foundation in the matter hospital or was it just you you were aware of the um you you know you did research into their uh, the great work that they do at, at the matter hospital and uh, all the great treatment and the hard work that uh, the staff the nurses and the doctors put in in there or what was your reasoning behind uh, supporting it well, over the years, um, Aidan, I would have dealt with the Matter Hospital because I originally came from Dublin, from Cabra, and I had family that would have been attending the Matter uh, Hospital, and my father would have passed away in the Matter Hospital, unfortunately. And I also worked in the Matter Private Hospital myself as a catering assistant. So you, you have a good background and you, you know the running of, uh, and of course you're aware of having worked there yourself, uh, you know, you're aware of the, the great work that's done. And of course, uh, you know, the great, the great treatment and the, the nurses are, are lovely and the staff and, uh, you know, they really do care about their patients there, don't they? Oh, they're absolutely fantastic. And I was a patient in there myself. You know, so I know exactly, you know, they're really fantastic people, especially in these times now, what's going on, you know, with the COVID and everything. God love them. I feel so sorry for them, you know, and like there we can all get out and we can we can help a hand to anybody, you know, especially these frontline workers as well, you know. That's it, because it's it's tough times, really, for, for nurses, doctors, and, of course, the patients themselves. But not only yeah. the patients themselves, but their families as well. And, uh, you, yeah. you know, it's it's nice to be able to kind of make a difference. And by way of doing that, by doing the 100 miles in a month challenge, because, you know, it, it's uh, they are the nurses and doctors are putting their lives and their lines on the line as well. Uh, you know, as we're aware, there's a lot of there's a lot of nurses yeah. out kind of sick uh, and things like that, and uh, but the, it's uh, their first thoughts are for the patients, and of course, the great services they supply and uh, the great treatment that they supply for the for the patients, and you know the help that they give the family as well. Because uh, I was talking to another another uh, former another lady that's doing it, and um, you know she did it in aid of a neighbor's uh, a neighbor's daughter, and. Um, you know, it's 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 a huge testament to the great work they do there. Of course it is. Of course it is. You know, and even like to all the other frontline workers, like the shop people. You know, the shop assistants, the cleaners, the bus drivers, train everywhere. You know, being out there, pandemic. You know, they really are our heroes. You know, and people should respect. 
you know, to stay at home and let this get, get, get away from, you know, let it go so we can all, please God, get back to normal. Like we all want to be back to normal, you know. That's it. And of course, uh, that's that's the goal. And hopefully, hopefully people will start to kind of listen to that advice and, and the numbers will go down and, and things like that. But of course, as we know, the, uh, the Matter Foundation is kind of is the fundraising uh, arm of the hospital and they do great work and there's many great events that people can do. And, uh, you know, especially I suppose it's the start of a new year now. And uh, what a great way to start off the new year by doing something positive something that can make a difference to, to people's lives, you know, the patients and their families, because, you know, they're, they're kind of the real heroes in this, as well as the nurses and the doctors. And of course, all, all the other people you mentioned there as well. And, yeah. uh, you know, they deserve, because of all that, and, you know, they, they do such great work, they deserve every every single thing that we can do for them. And all the parties, it just goes to show you a testament to what this country is like when you see so many taking up the, the challenge uh, people from all around the country, all all different backgrounds. Some people are walking it, some people are running it. I'm walking it myself. Uh, other people are running it. Two of my mates now that are from involved in Manor, and I'm the I'm involved with the club as well, Manor Football Club. And um, you know, we're doing it. I'm walking. I'm doing the challenge walking, and they're they're running it. And uh, you know, it's it's great. It's great the difference that 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 the money will make and. Uh, you know, because I suppose, you know, when, when uh, patients are in hospital for various treatments, whatever is required, some, some are there long term and uh, some family members might like to say or, the, you know, they're very helpful to the families there, aren't they? Yes, of course. And like when you see now this February, there's over 10,000 participating this challenge up to last February. I think there was about between four and a, four and a half thousand. So it's double the amount this year, you know, like yeah. and we were coming into the pandemic last year and we didn't really know, like, so, I mean, it's amazing the people that's doing it. I really admire them, you know, fair play to them, you know. And I suppose, I suppose uh, especially at the time of year as well, it's, uh, you know, it's cold, it's wet, it's oh, miserable. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, there'll be mornings, I, I know there's mornings there and like, you know, well, we're all doing the training part of it now at the moment, and of course, the start the yeah. event itself starts next week. But uh, there are mornings where where you, you get up, and next thing it's cold out, and you're saying to yourself, "Oh, I don't really don't want to go out. I don't feel like going out." But then, if if you think about why you're doing it, and uh, you think of the patients and their families and the nurses, you know, yeah. that are going through a lot. Well, there you go. That that's the motivation, and you're you're doing it to make a difference, and. Uh, you know, people like yourself and I'm doing as well and I'm looking forward to it and things like that. But I suppose, um, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Huh? What are your thoughts on all that? Ah, uh, you know, the weather, like the weather, like last year, it, the weather was mental. It was so stormy. But I just yeah. put my jacket on and put my hat on and gloves and I came home like drowned rat, as they would say. And once you get into the shower, like you just, you, you feel, you feel good in yourself. You know it's for a good cause, you know, and that really is. You know? Yeah, you'll get by it. And you know, the hardest part, well, hardest part is opening the door and going out. <laughs> you know, yeah, say, once, once, you, once you get out the door and start doing it, the, the yeah. thoughts, as I just said, the thoughts yeah. of it is worse than the actual doing of it. 
Yeah. And uh, once you get out the door and start walking or start running, then it's it's yeah. kind of second nature. And, that. and of course, it's great that we you can keep your, you know, you can keep track of your times and the distances and, and things like that as well. And uh, so how was how are your preparations going for it and your training? Uh, what, what sort of training and things have you been doing? Well, I've been out every day because last year, as I said, I've done all them challenges for the Matter Foundation. And plus, i done one Women's Aid Challenge and i done the Barnardos Challenge because being off work, like with the COVID, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. was, I just doing like that. I'm off now again till the school's open because I mind children. I'm a child minder. And um, I have to wait for the schools to open. So it's keeping me totally occupied, I have to say, because I just hate not being busy. I'm a, like a busy day. I love being kept occupied, you know. So I'll go back out the evening times as well, you know. And the facility I have beside me, I live in the middle of the country, but I've only to drive five minutes down the road to me walking track. And I really appreciate it. And I do a couple of laps around there, go about half six and come back about half seven. But that kills another hour of the day, you know? That's and it. And of course, everyone everyone has their own kind of routes and ways that they do it and and things like that as well. And it's, uh, you know, but not, not only, you know, you're doing something that's good for yourself as in like, you know, the running and walking and yeah, definitely. You know, even that's, if it's not for a challenge, you need to get out and do a little walk for yourself. Even if it's to just do twenty minutes a day, it just it is good for your head. Like basically, it really is now. You know. That's it. Like it's it's the there there's there's the New Year's resolution sorted, and uh, of course, uh, you know, every I think everyone around the country now they've got uh, they've nearly have their uh, t-shirts now and all that. It's a nice yeah, t-shirt. Yeah, everybody and, is, uh, now. You know, Everyone is looking forward to the challenge itself, and that's when the the, the real real stuff begins. But it, it's about doing all, all the right things. It's about eating right, getting plenty of yeah. getting rest. You know yeah. that the train. That's when the the training will kick in. The benefits of the training yeah. will kick in, and uh, of course, the real satisfaction will be at the end of it. Well, it's, it'll be enjoyable throughout, and it it won't be easy. But um, you know. It, the distance that we be, we be putting in doing it is nothing to the journey that the, the patients and their family, you know, with their with various medical conditions and things like that. It's nothing compared to what they're going through and the, the yeah. journey they're on. So it's, uh, yeah. I suppose, really, we, we you know, people like yourself and myself, we'd be the first to kind of admit that, like, what we're doing is small in comparison to what they're going through. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You know. And that but no it's great i have to say and i wish everybody the best of luck and like the group is great because some days you can feel that you're just not able for this and you can't face this and I always go on to the group for support never stay back on your own you know what i mean i always say that and i learned that last year you know with the group I always put something up and everybody will just help you by commenting or talking you know you can send a private message if you're feeling anyway that you just can't face it you know that's it, and it's nice to have that support That's and that positive right. feedback and, and things like that. And yeah. Uh, yeah. of course, David Burns is doing um, has done a great job on organising that and, and other events. And of course, he he's doing the event himself. And uh, you know, from my from my uh, dealings with him and the questions I've asked and and that any time I've had any questions, he was very good at getting back and and giving very good advice and, and things like that, isn't it? 
Yes, and don't worry about if you don't make much donations, like everybody, it's hard times even like asking people for money, like, but don't worry, you will get a person that'll get a thousand euro. And like, I've only 60 euro up so far, which I think like it's grand. And if I only get that, so, well, it's 60 euro better than nothing, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? That's it. Yeah, like you're getting the exercise as well. So I'll, there's a, the benefits are twofold, aren't they? Yeah, I'll put the page back up again. I don't want to keep sharing on me Facebook to be a nine people. So what I'll do is I'll wait till Sunday because the, the challenge starts on Monday. And then if I get an extra 20 euro, then that's brilliant. Like, you know, what I mean, fair play to the people for donating as well, you know. That's, yeah. that's it. And it's of course uh, yeah. it's their donations that's that's making a huge difference and uh, that's that's what uh, that that's what helps and uh, I, I'd like to actually thank everyone that has donated uh, to, to my my Facebook my Facebook donation page as well uh, they've all been uh, very generous um I've done what 288 euros thanks to the the generosity of the people so far but I, I think you've made a good point into like that yeah. most of the people will kind of donate when the actual challenge begins and it's nice to keep a track of it by you know the tracker app and then taking a screenshot and putting it up yeah. and well, uh, that's, that's probably what you well. feedback as well. yeah that's very important to your supporters to let them know like you don't have to keep putting it up every day even every three or four days put your stuff up and that's a great and then somebody else will come in and give you a five or a ten or like you know <laughs> it's grand that's it. Yeah. yeah, it's great when you can do when you can do two things. You're raising money for uh, a great cause, and you're you're getting the benefits of it. But um, yeah, so you're you're looking. Um, what are your thoughts ahead of the um ahead of the the event itself? You're looking forward to it, and you're you're ready and everything. Yeah, and of yeah. course, you know, like, yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, preparations are essential. You know, next week will be more exciting because the event is actually on then. Do you know what I mean? Kind of people are more determined then to get out kind of then. You know, yeah, everyone is put. And, uh, and everyone will have their roots. And of course, you, you have your roots as well. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's good to have everything planned out on that. So, uh, yeah. So is there, is there anything else you'd like to say? Um Say, is there anything else you'd like to say to, to the people out there and that and uh, you know it, it is a good cause and you know don't be afraid to throw in a few few quid onto the pages yep. and of a, of a that's doing it and uh, you know because every cent counts and it makes a difference yeah and that's it and don't worry if it's only two or three euro it all goes in together do you know what I mean anything you know every penny helps us you know to get you know on the donations and I wish everybody the best of luck, as I say, and don't be shy to put anything up on the page because we're all here to support one another. You know, that's, that's it. it. And, and I'd like to wish you, you, and everyone, and everyone else that's doing it. And I want to thank uh, David Burns as well for the great organisation and the and the help that he has given everyone uh, yeah. around the country. Any questions and and things like that. So fair play to to David and of course I think it's a it's important now that we acknowledge and say hello I think give a big shout out to all the patients in the matter yeah. and indeed all the hospitals around the country and of course True, yeah. The, yeah. the great nurses and um, you know all the doctors and indeed you know all, all the staff cleaners caterers mm -hmm. 
bus drivers, you know, transport people, everything, you know, it, it's, uh, this is what actually, it gets us through um, what we're doing, like for, for the Matter Foundation, and it also helps us get through the, uh, this this epidemic that's going on at the moment as well. Mm. It's, you know, you know, it's a great country that, you know, when, when push comes to shove and when the going gets tough, we all, we all row in together and help each other, which is a great yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Keep up the good work. But I decide keep it. up the good work. Okay. That's it. And fair play to you. And uh, and uh, your your uh, training is continuing, and you'll be all set for next. Yeah, week. I'm just I'm just popping about each day, doing between five and eight, Aiden, because uh, next week I'll deal into yeah. the ten. Then do you know what I mean? I'm just because I don't want any injuries. Because I had an injury before with the old knee, and it can be sore, you know, and it can knock you out. So yeah. I'm just, as I say. Taking me time each day, like I'm not on any rush. That's it, and of course that that's where uh, you know stretches yeah. and uh, warming up before and after, and of course keeping hydrated yeah. and getting plenty of rest. The water uh, be hard this time of year, you know. Like, but uh, I'd be trying my best to get it into me as well, you know. <laughs> it's hard going. That's it's not, it. you know, the way the easier with the water because it's warmer weather, but. Sure, look, we'll get there. We'll get there. We will indeed. That's it. And every, everyone is putting in great work. So I'd like to say well done to everyone and well done to yourself as well, Linda. And uh, the very best of luck with the challenge at the start and the challenge next week. And hope everything goes And well. wish you the same, Aiden. And thanks very much. Thanks very much. No hey. problem. Thanks very much. And that was Linda Rooney, from who's also doing the uh, 100 miles in a month challenge in aid of the Matter Foundation.
Hello, Veronica. How are you doing? And you're very welcome to this uh, podcast. And thanks very much for doing the interview with us. And uh, I'd just like to tell the listeners that this is a podcast all about uh, the 100 miles in a month uh, in aid of in aid of um, the Matter the Matter Foundation. So I suppose we kick off the interview uh, with uh, by telling us. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and? Uh, you know your background, and uh, is it your first? Is it your first challenge that you've done? No, actually, it's not. I've I done a bit, last year as well. Encountered the, the the daughter of my neighbour that had a transplant, heart transplant, in summer of uh, twenty nineteen. So oh, last year, I so last year I got I decided to do a bucket list. So I did the mini marathon as well, and I've done the hundred miles for. For the matter last year and I did two for uh, 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 autistic children as well That's assistant very good. dogs so you, do, so you do you do a lot of uh, very good work there and a lot of good fundraising for different charities as well that's that's great to know but uh, I suppose really starting uh, we go back to the um, I suppose the girl herself uh, your your neighbor's daughter uh, what was the what was her name and what was the transplant for? Okay, her name is uh, Magella Mern, and um, it, it, she had a successful transplant finally in summer of 2019, a complete and utter uh, heart transplant. Well, that's very good. And and that's, that's a she's 29 years of age, 29 years of age, and she had a little four-year-old girl, so she had a lot, a lot to live for. So I'm really delighted. She touched my heart anyway, because... She kept fighting like she had three or four rejections beforehand. And then summer of 2019, you know, her look changed and she's doing phenomenally well at the moment. And her little girlina started national school and it's just a joy for me to see them. You know what I mean? And the progress that she has made and the matter hospital. She can't speak highly about them ever since she has, you know, has gained, you know, had been successful and 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 successful story if you know what I mean after three or four hiccups beforehand that's great so like you, you could say she she's uh she's a hero in a sense with, with all that uh with all that's going on in her life she had the transplant and having a having a baby and having a child as well and all that and you know it's it's really heroic and especially more so when you consider that last year and now this year as well going into this year there has been um you know a COVID going on that that must have been uh worrying for her and I suppose worrying for you as a neighbour and of course her mum as well. Yeah, very daunting because I mean her her father goes out to work every day and they have to be so, so careful of her coming in to the house or if she got an infection. I mean, she's housebound since last March, you know, not able to go outside the door because she's just terribly afraid that she will pick up an infection because she has a few underlying problems as well. So, I mean, that that, that family, my heart goes out to them, you know, and especially in this lockdown now again, like she had to spend Christmas on her own with her little girlie and her little and her partner and for the little girl, Emily, not to see her granny, grandparents like around Christmas was rather daunting. That's it. And I suppose for you as a neighbour, would, would you have been able to go in to see her or would, would there be Oh, I, I, have- I'd actually be afraid because at the moment I was an SNA. And I lost my job in a school. So I've started, I, I just there on the 17th of November, I became a community swabber up in Castle Ree. So with my job, where my job, 
entails as well. I just said yeah. no, you know, and I've been doing really well since March. Like there's people around me, you know, that not adhering to the the rules. I'm not getting that, you know, naming anyone or saying anything like that. But I mean, it was just a strict regime that this poor Mern girl and her family has to stick by. And it just, it makes me realise, you know, people really, really, I mean, we're in the depths of it now. And if we don't all pull together, I don't know what's going to happen because the health, you know, the health situation in every hospital now is just feeling the blunt of it all at this moment in time. That's it, because I suppose, uh, you know, speaking to your neighbour and her daughter and all that, you know, it would have been harrowing enough, like going through that experience about, you know, COVID and worrying about that. And on top of that, recovering. So, uh, and of course, with your job as well, uh, you know, you're doing great work in the community and, you you know, you have to be obviously very careful about for yourself as well. But yes. I, I suppose really going on to the going on to the um the treatment that you would have received um you know what was their story or what have they told you about uh, I suppose the staff and how they were treated could you tell us a bit more about that? Well, she had a, a defibrillator in for a long, long time. You know what I mean? Because her heart used to stop several times. Like she had a terrible road before that, and I mean at the drop of the hat, her heart might stop at two o'clock in the morning. Her poor father had to get into the car. And he said the staff would meet her at the door and how like they've really became her extended family. You know what I mean? They couldn't be, you know, they went over the call of duty. I mean, the, the consultant, the doctor used to call her even when she got home and are you OK now, Magellan? If there's anything, anything you need. And she said he, he be, nearly became her second father. Do you know what I mean? He was there, you know, if she had any questions, anything at all. And um like she had no drawbacks with it, no, you know, it just went from strength to strength. And he gave her, you know, the dietitian gave her a strict regime of what to eat and what not to eat and everything. And she really, really, this girl really worked hard and did everything that they told her to do. And I mean, like they're even blown away with how well she has progressed and everything. And I mean, every month she goes up for a checkup and they're just really enthralled with the way that she has overcome like she's 29 years of age like and you know it wasn't easy for her or her family that's it and i suppose she, she'd be an inspiration to other people um you, you know that have had that have had heart transplants and things like that and uh, you know it, it, it's also kind of a, a positive thing as well and it's great when you see the great work done by um you know everyone at the at the Matter Hospital, and of course, the great, the great work that uh, the great fundraising work, I should say, that the Matter Foundation do to help support all all the services and that. Because I suppose it's not just about it's not just about treating the treating the patient. It's also, you know, things that they do for the family as well, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, that's what I'm saying about an extended family and even uh, her transplant recipients like she has a little family a mold there as well where they connect as well and they chat once a month about you know how did this month go and that month go and are you still on your you know strict regime like she's starting to exercise again Magella's back driving which is another great plus for her and she's just comparing notes with other other patients as well that has gone through exactly the same thing as she has that's it, because I suppose, uh, you know, when you've had a heart transplant, it's not just like, you know, that you recover quickly and you're, you're, you're back on the road again. It's, it's a long road to recovery after, after uh, 
surgery like that. And of course, uh, this this is where we mentioned the the great uh, the great work about the nurses that are. Uh, you know, that have helped out and the, the doctors and consultants and everyone that, that was involved in our treatment as well. Absolutely. She can, you know, every day, you know, you'd be talking to her or her, even her mother, like she said, they'd be indebted to them, like for the rest of their lives. Do you know what I mean? It was them that got Magella on the road to recovery and, you know, they can't, you know, they can't speak highly of them, you know, and they were glued to that uh, broadcast last night of the matter and they said, those staff like above there in the midst of the pandemic and them, you know, doing 24, 12 hour, 13, 14 hour shifts and going back in again, bright eyed and bushy tailed in the morning again, you know, with a smile on their face. I mean, they're not getting paid half, half enough. They're not recognized, you know, I think they're doing a phenomenal job in every hospital, but the matter, you know, it's just phenomenal. That's it. And of course, uh, you know, it's great. To, it's great to see the on work, you know, the great work they've done in the past, but also, you know, they're, they're always keeping up to date with all the all the new treatments. And uh, of course, a testament to that is the, um, you know, the ongoing recruitment, like, you know, bringing in the best nurses and the best doctors and, and all that. And uh, I suppose that that's down to the to the pit, the uh, staff's personalities as well, that they really do care. Absolutely care and attention and, you know, they treat everybody the same, you know, like we're County Roscommon, like, and they opened, what I mean, it didn't matter what county or where you, what, what creed of life or where you came from, you know, everybody's treated the same, which is, which is great and should be, you know what I mean? But, that's you know, it's absolutely phenomenal because, I mean, they're, they're nearly three and a half hours drive away, you know what I mean? And she was going in ambulances there a few times, before she, you know, was lucky enough to get her, to get her, her recipient. So like there was some daunting times in it. And she said, she thanks God and all the people and especially like the staff. And she said, they're family, like she knows the nurses and, oh, Magella, you're up today and the bring her in and how did you get on and talking about her little daughter, like as if they knew her, you know, but they haven't met her face to face yet. But I mean, to see her on on um, WhatsApp as well with her and mine, my mammy, and you've been so good to my mammy, like like she's installed in the daughter and the little Emily is only four and a half and she's just so appreciative that her mammy is, you know, doing so well. That's great, and of course uh, there was a lot of, a lot of hard work uh, put in by uh, by Magella herself, and uh, she's it's great to see her doing that, and of course. Uh, you know, with with support, with, with the great support from the hospital, and of course her family as well. You know, she'll no doubt be. Uh, you know, get, get she'll be on the right road, and uh, you know it might take a while, but she she'll get back to she'll get back to herself again. And uh, I suppose you know, hopefully now with all this, uh, you know, with the um, I suppose the vaccine, you know, that it'll work and the the figures will the numbers will go down. But I suppose what more what more inspiration do you need to do something like that? Uh, you know, like the, the hundred mile, uh, the hundred mile in a month um, challenge. Yes. You know, it's it's just a great thing because I suppose from our, from everyone's point of view that's doing it, uh, you know, the people like uh, like Magella, but not only Magella, but her family, her daughter, and everyone that's involved in their treatment, they they deserve everything that we can do, that we the participants can do, and uh, you know, I mean, 
a hundred miles kind of sounds a lot, but with it, like it's going out, it's going throughout um, from the beginning of February to the end of February, and and we the distance is relative really because you you know what the the hundred the hundred miles that we do is nothing compared to the road that she has gone through and she she has ahead of her and her family, but you know it's, it's nice to. You know that people like yourself that are kind of stepping up yeah. and do, doing yeah. something like this as well. Yeah, it's definitely a feel good factor. And like I did it last year, hail, rain, snow. You know what I mean? It's just when you come back in again and say, "Well, you know, it could be any one of us that's going up to the matter getting a transplant." And I'm thankful to God, you know, that we we have our health, and the health is so important. So, you know, it, that's what drives me on every you know, daily when I was doing it last year and hopefully it'll be the same thing for us all this year and just a feel-good factor at the end of, of the month to say we, we you know, we accomplished it for all those people out there fighting. That's it. And Nicole, from, from your own point of view as well for preparation, uh, are, you, are you running or walking the, for the challenge and uh, what sort of what sort of little things have you been doing in preparation for us and uh, like what's your schedule? Do you... Yeah, run or walk every day, and, and like, what's your nutritional things? What sort of things? Do you I get to walk in every day, but I don't record it every day so far. Uh, I I usually do about a five k. I've been doing it, you know. I keep that up, but um, last year now I walked and I jogged. I'm not really a a runner as such, but I'm I'm trying to get I'm up in my game if you know what I mean every month or whatever, and um, just eat healthy food. I'm. Uh, fruit and yogurt and porridge and don't eat sweet. I'm not a big sweet person, so, or anything with chocolate, anything like that, but just nutrition, things like avocados and boiled eggs and things like that. That keeps me going. And I mountain climb and I do Crow Patrick every year as well. So it all keeps me fit. And it's just a feel good factor when you get to the top of it as well. So bring on this challenge for February. Looking forward to it. That's it, and it's it, it's really is for a great cause. But not only not only that, we all, we also have to mention uh, David Burns and of course Ailish as well, who's there to support us if we need if we have any questions. David and Ailish are there to kind of you know give give advice as well. So it, it's a very well organised event, and uh, you know it's something I, I it's something I'm looking forward to as well, kind of testing myself and. Doing, doing that well at the moment. It's every second day going for a walk. A walk like it's about three or four miles that I do, and uh, you know. But it's it's good to get out there. Like, like yesterday, now wasn't it wasn't the best weather, but uh, when you wrap up and all that, and just go for the walk and listen to the music when you're when you're walking or whatever, you don't you don't find getting through it. And uh, you know, it's uh, I suppose it's it's uh, looking forward to the main event itself, but. It is key to kind of do this preparation and do the training and practice, even if you're walking. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And as, as you, I find it good for clearing the head and you feel good when you've come back and done it. And, you know, it gets easier, I think, you know, as you say, wrap up well and, and just enjoy it as well as everything else. And as you said, David and Ailish, they're just there, you know, an email away or if we have any questions, any doubts, they're just phenomenal and they get back you know, the reply back to you as quickly as I can because I know they're extremely busy. But it, as you say, it's a well-organised challenge. So I'm looking forward to it hugely. That's it. That's it. Because, um, you know, it, it is key to it is key to do this and, uh, you know, do all the right things and that. And it's, uh, 
it's it's something to look forward to. So listen, thanks very much for sharing your experience. Not at all, Aidan, and thanks a million for taking the time to... It was great to get it done today now because I'm back working now for the next five days. So it was great to get it done. No problem. And the best luck to you. And uh, we'll chat maybe by the end of the month and see how we're all doing. That's it, you know, and of course the group is very good and there's great... uh, there's great feedback for everyone, you know, when, when they put up their distances and all that, it's all very positive. And it's, uh, and I suppose really from, from a psychological point of view, and especially taking into account the weather we have at the moment, it, sometimes when it's raining or that, it's, it's not easy to kind of get up and get out and do the walk or do the jog. But I suppose really from a mental point of view, if you, if you kind of think of, uh, you know, the reasons you're doing it, that's, that's the kind of that's the pick me up you need to to get out there and do it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, cause I'm just back after doing a six k there now, and I really I got soaked. But I said, you know, there's lots of people that sitting in chairs that's not able to do it, that's recovering in hospital and would like to even take a walk out to their backyard. So let we'll keep doing it. We'll it's for a good cause, organized, and I'm just looking forward to it now at this stage. Problem. Well, thanks very much, Veronica. The best of luck in your uh, in your challenge. And as you say, we will we'll talk by the end of the month and and uh, see how it all went. We'll do we we'll do another one uh, and get everyone's story of how, how yeah. it went for them. Thanks. So listen, thanks very all much. right. I'll Take care. God bless you. Happy and healthy New Year. Bye.
the end of the 100 miles in a month challenge in aid of the matter foundation we hope it has given you an insight and you've you've enjoyed listening to the stories of the the people that have taken part and they were wide and varied and of course a great insight as well from tom hickey who is the man one of the managers at the matter foundation and we hope you enjoyed the music and the interviews and of course my tribute to everyone involved in the health system and uh, who, who work very hard every day and every week so thank you very much for tuning in and we'll talk to you soon bye see it, that dream I'm dreaming, but there's a voice inside my head saying, you'll never reach it, every step I'm taking, every move I make feels lost with no direction, my faith is shaking, but I, I gotta keep trying, Gotta keep my head held high There's always gonna be another mountain I'm always gonna wanna make it move Always gonna be an uphill battle Sometimes I'm gonna have to lose Ain't about how fast I get there Ain't about what's waiting on the other side The struggles I'm facing, the chances I'm taking Sometimes might knock me down, but no, I'm not breaking I may not know it, but these are the moments that I'm gonna remember most Yeah, just gotta keep going Gotta be strong Just keep pushing on Cause There's always gonna be another mountain 
always gonna wanna make it a move. Always gonna be an uphill battle. Sometimes.